0: Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Emily. And this is Smut and Swear Words. Yeah. I have nailed on well, It takes me a minute. There we go. That's incredible. Yeah. If that mild ASMR moment uh, didn't tip you off, we're drinking because it's been that type of fucking week. It's been a very very long week. I'm on a new schedule with my uh, kid, who's just home with me now. While I get to also work from home, and it's giving me pandemic flashbacks, not in a good way at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure it's going to get easier, like as he gets more used to it. Do you think, or do because I, I like really the world, speak. the optimism. I, I can be really negative about it. I love uh, it. Your life's going to suck. Get fucked. <laughs> I will get fucked, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it, you know, it's only for a few months, kind of. In my head, it's only for a few months, but really it's like six or seven months, whatever, the nine months. We just the say, school year? I don't even know. Oh, basically the, the time period of birth, like The school oh, year. Yeah, just dating a child. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, but in my mind, that's only a few months. And if I just keep telling myself that every few months until it's over, I think it'll make me feel better. I think, I think... That's the best way. It's a little delusional, but... But you know what, sweetie? Sometimes that's what you need to do. It's okay. Yeah, and I had a lovely emotional week. It's also, like, peak lady time, which, you know, is just also wonderful. And it's the second week of my husband being on seconds, which, you know, would be fine if my kid didn't get sick, and then I didn't get sick, and we didn't get food poisoning the first day, so... Luckily, my mom came over and helped. So you don't great. want to have food poisoning your husband be on seconds and your be sick all at the same time and then have to read It Ends With Us? No. No, I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't. Before we even get into the book, I don't understand how you read this book in a day because it, I had to take breaks. I would be reading it and be like, I need to like literally go watch. Trash TV, which, by the way, my new obsession is I'm in love with a mama's boy. (laughs) It's on TLC. You can binge it on Hulu. It's fucking incredible. The constant text that we've gotten of just her asking, but why are they with them still? Why is this any of her business? Like, what's happening? Crazy. I just started season three. I'm just shocked that you haven't, like, watched it before now. You love trashy television. I am obsessed with trashy tv it is like my what's the word i'm looking for it's like your therapy it's no or, um, oh guilty pleasure guilty pleasure okay yes i absolutely am obsessed with it like i'm in love with it and mm-hmm. like tlc is so good with their trashy tv and i just yeah, the learning channel it's great with their <laughs> no. trashy tv That's not sarcastic at all. They are great with their trashy TV. It's It's just they really changed their name at this point. I just, but anyways, yeah. So I'd be like reading this book and I would get through a section and then I'd be like, I literally cannot handle the emotional damage to my soul anymore. I'm going to go watch Horrible Relationships on TV and maybe that'll make me feel better. Yeah, and to fill you in how we like do this a little bit, we take like two week breaks in between each recording. So we record two books at a time. And in between that, we read two books. And usually we read the same one at the same time and do our best not to, like, share too much so that we have enough to talk about during the podcast. But this time we flipped because my it, Amazon hates you. Amazon fucking hates my house for some reason. <laughs> the book it's, came to my house in, like, two days. If I sent it to my parents, it would have been there the next day. But mine, it took five. So weird. I have no idea why it, it hates, hates you. Me. Yeah. I mean, I order from them enough. They should love me at this Apparently point. not but, enough. Sorry, Jeffrey Bezos. I Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> It's yeah, so way. I got to get into like some fun content, and then all I got to hear from Liz was, "Oh my god, this is heavy. Oh my god, I'm so angry. Oh my god, I'm so sad. Oh my god, it was just like over and over." And, and I'm like, no, you're "Not making me look forward to reading the book." At at you're not. You shouldn't. Thanks for the honesty, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> I had a very nice palate cleanser of just dicks after Colleen Hoover's book but I had to rush through it because I took too long reading Colleen Hoover. Yeah, and I got to savor all of the dicks and then I sped through Colleen Hoover because she's, I will say, Great writer. I think she is a, a pretty, like, easy read as far as... Oh, besides, like, the, So emotionally, this was, like, super heavy, but, like... You probably right did. She's very easy to read, very easy to follow. Yeah, and I'm out of the two of us. I'm probably, like, faster as far as reading. Yeah, definitely. So, like, for me, like it just it took me a few breaks, and then I was... I got through it probably. I just... The, the emotional content for me just... Was so heavy. It was heavy, but my mental health was already in the trash this week anyway. So I was like, you know, yeah, let's just push and on. Start in the trash. <laughs> it definitely ended there. Uh huh. But yeah. So I got her. Well, your mind was in the gutter by the end of it. So that's true. Uh, so as we said uh, this week, we are talking about "It Ends with Us" by Colleen Hoover. Which, before I even read the description, I'm going to blame Book Talk on this one because Colleen Hoover is. Everywhere on BookTok. Oh, everywhere. And like, this is the book though that I see the like one of the most recommended by Colleen because we knew we wanted to read Colleen Hoover. And neither of us had read her before. Yep. And so I'm like scrolling through, like trying to see what are some really popular ones. And this one definitely kept coming up. None of y'all bitches prepared me for how emotional this was gonna be. People should have the TikToks on there when we're like, okay, so when we're looking through books, we are we're picking from BookTok and TikTok. Half of the TikToks on there, are like people, like, oh, what a nice! I love Colleen Hoover. In the end, they're sobbing. Not the ones I saw. Uh, we were watching very different <laughs> videos because not a single one that I all of the it ones I saw were just like, this is a great Colleen Hoover book. You should read it. No, all of my included actual tears. Well, I'm very upset with you then because I was unprepared. We have the same TikTok for the most Apparently part. Apparently not. Then you stuff and you're like, I already sent this to you a week ago. Why didn't you respond? Well, that's a whole other issue because you don't ever watch the TikToks I send you. I've been better about it. And half of them are really hot women. And the other half are just. Which also by the way are really hot women that I've already saved and liked. Thank you very much. Yeah. And very hot men, including. And then there's like a lot of nerd things. Yeah. And lots of witchy stuff and all of the dream posts about moving to Washington. Oh, my God. I'm on Scotland TikTok now. Oh. And so I just keep getting like video of Edinburgh and I'm like, oh my God, why don't I live there? Why don't I just go live off in a fantasy world in Edinburgh? That's Edinburgh. I believe. Edinburgh. A, I'm sorry. Which I, mean, I I that's how I've heard it said, but we're honestly probably both butchering it. Probably. But, but from a like, I would love to visit there from like a history perspective and just like a cultural just immersion. So not an outlander reason? No, not. Outlander's too rapey for me. I can't deal with it. I only watched season one, so I'm not much better. Yeah, super rapey. It's just I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. So I was like, I, "He's hot. That's he's great. He's so hot, though. He's super hot." Too I really enjoy doing it. I okay. was not prepared for this book. Apparently, someone else was. It's not my fault. You should have done more research. Which I'm okay. I will say, besides like obviously, like look through TikTok to get our picks for what we're going to be reading for you know our schedule. But otherwise, we try to, at least I do, try to keep it pretty, like, first impressions as far as reading through them, if I'm not already familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, I try not to look at, like, any, like, reaction-type posts, any mm-hmm. reviews, anything like that. Oh, no, I do. No, no, i stopped this one. I read the book. So I went into this book blind. It's a stare of judgment. I hope you all feel. Well, I'm going to, in all honesty, I was trying to come up with a joke because of your bad eyesight. I have glasses on today. I can see you just fine. And you're close enough. You're a little blurry, (laughs) but close. All right. Anyways. So this week we were emotionally devastated by It Ends With Us. And the summary is sometimes the one who loves you is the one who hurts you the most. Lily hasn't always had it easy, but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants. She's come a long way from the small town in Maine where she grew up. She graduated from college, moved to Boston, and started her own business. So when she feels a spark with gorgeous neurosurgeon named Riley Kincaid... Ryle. Ryle. I did that the entire time reading this book. I did that. Once it got to a certain point, which I think makes my apologies... Everything in Lily's life suddenly seems almost too good to be true. Ryle is assertive, stubborn, and maybe even a little arrogant. He's also sensitive, brilliant, and has a total soft spot for Lily. But Ryle's comped- complete aversion to a relationship is disturbing. As questions about her new relationship overwhelm her, so do thoughts of Atlas Corrigan, her first love and a link to the past she's left behind. He was her kindred spirit, her protector. When Atlas suddenly reappears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. With this bold and deeply personal novel, Colleen Hoover delivers a heart wrenching story that breaks exciting new ground for her as a writer. It ends with us as an unforgettable tale of love that comes at an ultimate price. So, for this one, we do have, uh, if we haven't already kind of teased it, if you haven't read it before, we do have some pretty, pretty strong trigger warnings, very heavy trigger warnings uh, for this book. This one, there's going to be trigger warnings for domestic violence, abuse, rape, sexual assault, just kind of, a whole gambit on child of, endangerment. Child endangerment. It's it's dark. It's, it's very dark, and it's very heavy stuff. And it it's written in a very personable way, so you feel everything. Yeah, all of those trigger warnings. Yep. And so, spoiler alert. You know we are going to be talking about this book. So if you haven't read it yet, and you want to, and not to know anything about it, stop here. Come back, and then hang out with us. We would love to have you back. We'd love for you to be as emotionally devastated as we were. Oh yeah, we love being in pain, surrounded by others also in pain. Yeah. Should we talk to somebody about that? Probably, but for now, we have books. I really got to talk to my therapist So <laughs> <laughs> probably get a therapist again. You really should. Anyways, so when I read that summary, I was like, okay, so she's got a rough beginning. So I thought that was going to be kind of like the sad part. And then I was like, ooh, we're going to get a love triangle between Atlas and Ryle. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like the cocky asshole neurosurgeon that I'm going to hate but want to fuck. And I was really excited for that. When I said I wanted to hate a man... This isn't what I meant. Oh, yeah, because we were complaining for the past four episodes about the constant cinnamon rolls that we were dealing with. And then we got this isn't what I meant. Yeah, this isn't the lovable asshole we were asking for. This is just a grade A mentally ill person. 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 It's not like we're, we usually try to be like pretty entertaining and light and funny. Like what this is, just, this this is, is not going to be of one those. of those. No, this at is, all. This is going to be pretty heavy to listen to as well. It's going to be kind of heavy for us to even go through and talk about this book because it does deal with such heavy topics. If this isn't for you, that's fine. We'll see you next time. We have dicks next time. Next Lots time? Lots of dicks. Spooky season, reverse harem, my shit. So we'll see that. that Got to be time, great. We love you. Please come back. Love it. Yeah. Um, If you're ready to be in pain, yeah. let's. Let's okay, go. Sorry. Let's get into it. Uh, so, so for this one, the main characters uh, that we talk about in the description, we have Ryle, Atlas, Lily. Um, You have Ryle's sister, Alyssa, meant her meant husband, Marshall, Marshall, as well as the other kind of, I guess another big character is Lily's mom. Um, yeah, I would say both her parents play a pretty big role in Lily's life and it talks a lot about her past because At- like Atlas and her knew each other when they were teenagers so we get a lot of those like kind of you get a, a back and forth kind yeah. of of a it's it's done in a pretty seamless way where it's one of those past and present retellings where the past is told through Basically, a journal that Lily has, but it's done in the style where when she was growing up, she would write this journal in the form of writing letters to Ellen DeGeneres. They're always like starting out as like dear Ellen letters. So you get to see her like growth from I think she said it was like the age of what, six or was it younger or around then up until the point she's 16 right after a it happens with her and Atlas and her father. Most of the letters surround her relationship with Atlas. Like Mm -hmm. you get a couple beforehand But most of the letters like are like starting from the time that she met Atlas going through their relationship as like teenagers. And then they stop. But like you said, it does have like a very nice seamless flow Mm -hmm. from past to present. So, you know, basically it opens, though, with her. You find out her dad had passed and Lily was tasked with giving the eulogy. Basically went up there and just couldn't say a single nice thing about this man because he abused her mom physically and was a very violent person towards her mom. And Lily saw a lot of that. Yeah. And what you, so you find out the dad was the mayor of the small town in Maine that she grew up in. And she does, she goes up there because her mom says, just say five nice things about him. And she st- she starts the whole eulogy youth, You know, I really just want to, you know, come up here and say just five, five great things about out. my father. And then just stands there in silence. Blake. And in a very, you know, pointed way of there was nothing great about my father. Yeah. You start with that. So right off the bat, you find out that she grew up in an abusive household and that she basically moved as soon as she graduated high school. No, college. She moved. She moved. Yeah, At some point, she moves away because her dad gets sick and she doesn't feel like she has to be there to, like, take care of her mom anymore. Then her dad passes. But basically, her She moves to Boston. Yes. And you end up finding out that there's a very significant reason she moves to Boston out of anywhere that she could have gone. Yep. That's kind of like the opening scene. It's she's back in Boston after the funeral, pretty much, of her dad. And she's standing on the rooftop. She's, like, on the rooftop of this building. She's like kind of just thinking about everything that happened, and then in walks in Ryle. Right from the jump is her first like seeing of him. So she's not she's on top of this roof, not in like a suicidal way or anything. She makes that very clear, like right on the first. page. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, she's up there just to think, and because she thinks she to, like, wants high, like, the she fresh walk, air, space. she wants people to see things and get like a different view mm-hmm. of the city. And so she found the tallest building that had a rooftop patio. Yeah, and, like so just some just random, just random building. building, and just went onto it. And so all of a sudden, this man just barges out of the door and starts just basically kicking the living shit out of a patio chair. Yeah. So, like, it's already like a, a, it's a violent display of him being, like, frustrated and everything, and then he starts smoking a joint and all that stuff. So it's, that's your introduction to Ryle before you talk to him. Which, once they start talking, you find out, like, he's a neurosurgeon. He just basically was operating on a kid who got shot by his brother because they were playing with a handgun, and it's like, he's very, like, Frustrated and sad and, like, very overwhelming emotions. When I was reading the first conversation, they start doing this thing, which they do throughout the book, called Naked Truth. Mm-hmm. Where they basically have to tell each other kind of, like, their harsh realities, almost. Yep. Something that you wouldn't want everybody to know, that you wouldn't generally share right. with the person. So... He, like, basically, that's how it comes out. That's why he's upset. Lily's, one of Lily's is that she lost her virginity to a homeless man, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. She, like, talks about how she gave her, tried to give a eulogy at her dad's funeral. It's, like, that kind of stuff. And I'm, like, reading this and I'm, like, these are very intense, deeply personal things to talk about with someone you just met. And I do think, though, it sets the tone for their entire relationship looking back because... It's so intense yep. in everything that they're feeling. Yeah. There is no part of their relationship that is not intense. No. There is no casualness about it whatsoever. It's so fast and it's so intense. It's so quick. It's just like a volcano erupting. Like it's mm-hmm. just like building and building and building. Until and something happened. Yeah. Which we'll get into. So they end up parting. Um, as they're leaving, he gets a photo of her because he has to go back because he's on call. She leaves thinking that they're never going to see each other again, but he yep. ends up in that small interaction, inspiring her to quit her marketing job that she has and instead open up her flower shop, which she yep. it was kind of always afraid to do because of the thought of failure. And also because she uh, thought people would make fun of her because her name is, in fact, Lily Bloom. Lily Blossom is Bloom. a horrible name. It's so mean to do to that, kid. Don't do Dad. that, kid. Don't fucking yeah. do that. Because her name was Lily. It was Bloom was the dad's name. Blossom, Blossom was, was the, the wife's, wife's last wife's, name. Yeah, maiden name. So they were like, we're going to name her Lily Blossom Bloom, which yeah. is great if you're like a 60s hippie chick. Yeah. Not so great if you're like in uh, the 20th And century. Of course, one of Lily's coping me- mechanisms to deal with stress and to handle the abusive tirades of her father was to go and pull weeds because it was a way to get out her frustration. Yeah. That she ended up lo- loving that. That's how she got into gardening. So yep. like she kept a small garden growing up. Um, and then yeah, she ends up opening the flower shop. So before we like jump ahead to the flower shop, you get like a little background with her and Atlas. You kind of get like their almost first meeting. Really, she notices that he's sleeping in the abandoned house behind her, and without even like saying anything to him yet, she basically gives him some food. Mm-hmm. And then he comes over. He says like thank you. She like asks if he wants to take a shower. He takes a shower and then, like, goes right back over to the abandoned house. Yep. And so, like, their first moment was just one of really your, like, human kindness and generosity. Yeah, Lily is, which I think makes this even more, like, heartbreaking as things go on. Lily is an incredibly kind person. She's also an incredibly strong person at the same time. And, and also, like, throughout this, honestly, a very mentally, like, healthy character. She is very kind. She's a very strong person. And I think even just knowing herself mm-hmm. and then the situation she got into just led her to be more compassionate towards other people and she has clear limits as far as what she mm-hmm. is okay with how people treat her yeah because of what she grew up with because she she knew that it was fucked she knew that it was not a good situation. yeah all and she yeah again you get to read a little bit into these letters a little bit they sprinkle them throughout the book you get to kind of learn a little bit more about the interactions between atlas and lily as she continues to give him food he comes over and showers a little bit more then you find out that her mom has moved to boston (laughs) yeah uh because this this is six months later after like she reads that first set of letters it's six months later she's basically bought a place that she's going to turn into her flower shop yep her mom has moved which she's kind of didn't mind as much as i thought i would Mm -hmm. like i think they she says like I, i limit my visits once or twice a week though Yeah, because what you learn is how lily sees her mom is Besides the fact that she sees her as a victim, she sees her mom almost as part of the problem because her mom never said anything and she just mm-hmm. pretends that things didn't happen or like tries to see the best in things, even though they were horrible or always wonders why she didn't do, you know, certain things. So that's the it's very like strong setup. Is very is mom. Yeah, it's very much that argument of I don't understand why she didn't leave. Yeah, I never understood why she didn't leave. I understand like she didn't have she wasn't as financially like independent and on her own. But she has a line in there that was, I would have eaten mac and cheese and baked beans for a year Mm -hmm. if it meant we could have gotten out of that situation. And so she's always just, I don't understand why she stayed, like, time and time and time again. And that is almost throughout the entire book that yep. she is has that understanding of her mom the situation that she grew up in but yeah so basically we, we jump forward at six months she found this place to be like her flower shop then we are introduced to Alyssa and Alyssa is basically this just super rich girl she married with Birkins with yeah yeah she, like she basically her husband ended up creating apps and yep. like and then every tech six months was like the updates to them yeah for like seven like for massive seven figures like so races. she's like oh you're opening a flower shop here cool can i work here yeah and she's like i mean i guess i, I do can't really, really have money to pay you yeah. that much i don't care i'm just bored and can i just say i would love to be that wealthy that i'm just like I'm bored. I think I'm just gonna work. Do you do find later like there are some additional reasons why she wanted to yeah. like, get a job and like work? So and, and you do you 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 hear from her from Alyssa like while she is you know trying to convince Lily to hire her. Oh, my husband and my brother are down the street at this bar <laughs> watching a brew, which gave a bunch of onesies because they get free beer. <laughs> if you showed up to the bar, you got free beer. beer. Which let's be real, that is so something we would do. Oh, that? onesies are comfortable as fuck you're telling me in like, public in a onesie and get a beer? beer give me where is yes. that place at I it would was have heartbeat hilarious so basically but anyway so there so you find all that out then she ends up like falling she's like trying to stack crates and she basically ends up trying to move something out of the way and she falls and hurts her ankle and so alyssa's oh my god well let me call My husband to come help and my brother to come help. Drunk off his ass, which is just... I. a Marshall Marshall is funny. I liked Marshall a lot, Mm -hmm. too. I liked Alyssa a lot, too. I just have complicated feelings with her. Oh, yeah. I got very complicated feelings with her. So, but anyways, they show up. Basically, you find out that Alyssa is Ryle's brother... Sister. Sorry. Yep. And both of the men are pretty much drunk in onesies. But Ryle, like, helps, like, bandage her ankle. Right. Okay. They're in onesies. Ryle's in a full-on SpongeBob onesie. For no, a, Marshall. Oh, Marshall's in a full-on SpongeBob onesie. Where Ryle at least is just in a solid red-colored one. But like, Marshall's just full-on SpongeBob for it onesie. Marshall's great. Uh, I love Marshall. I got, got equally complicated feelings for him though too, because I feel like he's the same as Alyssa. I don't care if you're Ryle's best friend, but okay, we'll we'll get there. I think he does better than Alyssa. A little bit, but not by much. But yeah, so that's pretty, that's like the first few chapters. Yeah, they instantly know who each other is when oh, she yeah. hurt herself. And of course, well, look, there's a doctor. Let me help you with, your, yeah, with your ankle, like helps her get it on ice and whatnot. So she has to take, of course, the first week off. Still tells her that she's super hot and he would love to fuck her. Yeah. And of course, Alyssa hears, I want to fuck you. And she just gets embarrassed about how rude her brother is. And they just play it off because she's just like, well, at least he's on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So all seems That's right. Like right now, it seems like convincingly charming it's just okay this is kind of funny this is not convincingly he's super charming super charming he's super charming he's very funny yeah he's smart he's a neurosurgeon (laughs) because i had gotten like the text from liz beforehand of just the absolute like anger and devastation she was feeling throughout this i was was sending you texts just like i trust none of this i don't trust who is it Fucking tell me who it is. Who do I have to hate? I, I'm so fucking ready, but I am so tense right now. I basically just is it? Who the fuck for it? is it? You're gonna be mad. You're gonna be so mad. Oh, I just kept texting her. You're gonna be mad. So You're I, gonna be so angry. I, I, and then at the end, I texted her and I was like, I'm sobbing, full on sobbing. Yeah. But we're we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. So we are we still like Ryle. Yeah, sure. We have some more history with Atlas that comes up. Yep. And that comes up with them, like, watching Ellen together and hanging out on the couch. During at this point, you're kind of like, I don't know where this is going with Atlas. I got iffy vibes from Atlas. So Atlas is, he's 18. She's 15 when they meet. He keeps asking her, like, when's your birthday? Like, yeah. when do you turn 16? Which, like... Me just being like a parent. I'm was like, like, this was like age of consent." Yeah, okay. but like Alice is like, "okay, he's fine." It's just that happened yeah. again. Like, and I'm just still so tense that I'm just like, <laughs> "is it him? Who, who do I fucking have to hate right now? Because I fucking hate everyone." And, you hate and it, it does take a minute. It take it, it. takes a minute. It definitely lungs build... you into like this happy little yep. world. Where everything was going really goes well to hell. or it just, you know, you just kept texting me, I'm at this part. When does it happen? When does it happen? When does shit go down? And then you kept asking me what my theories were. So I had kept keep sending you my theories. So I think at one point I was like, Atlas is going to get stabbed. Someone's going to shoot somebody. Yep. This dude's going to like kill this dude because they're going to get some weird love triangle fight. Like I had all the theories and I was just so fucking tense waiting for this (laughs) shit to happen because you just wouldn't stop fucking talking about it the whole week before. Yeah. Yeah, this was a really hard one for me. We can't read I'm were much better at being like holding myself back and that so that's the thing normally part of why we did this, this is podcast really hard was that when we read books at the same time we like share back and forth so like now like when we're reading these books at the same time we try to like fold back so we can have these conversations really hard hard one we i got so i literally have a note in here after i'm about 100 pages in at this point and i've literally said I feel like this book might fuck me up emotionally <laughs> at a 100 pages in because you just start. It just it's like a slow ramp, mm-hmm. but you feel it. You're like something's not something's going to happen. It's, it's starting to feel at this point it's so perfect and their chemistry is so good and everything is going so well. But, like, she has, like, such a dark, like, yeah. history to her. I'm just, when is this going to break? When is well, something going to happen? Every time. So, and you don't know if it's going to be with Atlas, with Ryo. You don't know what's happening. So, like. Yeah, you don't know who you're supposed to hate yet. Because at, at the point, every time she reads about Atlas and she reads, like, the Dear Ellen, she's like, I need to stop. I don't want to go further because I know what happens. And you're like, well, I don't fucking know what happens. Fucking keep read reading. Thing. She's only reading, like, one letter at a time. Sporadically. Yeah. Sprinkled in. Yep. That was a lot of S sounds. Yeah. Anyway, so back to the present though. You got some history with Atlas, not much happens. Then you go back to the present. And basically, like at this point, Lily and Ryle have agreed not to pursue anything. Mm-hmm. We find each other hot, but now that Alyssa's working for me and Ryle doesn't believe in relationships, and Lily has explicitly stated she wants the like grand gesture, which makes a lot of sense if you think about the house that she grew up in. She's like, no, I I don't I don't do like one night stands, I don't date around. I want serious and committed. Basically, Ryle shows up at her door after, like, what? A 48-hour shift or something like that? Yeah, after 48 hours at the hospital. Knocks on 29 doors because he can't, he can remember everything else about their conversation the first night, but can't remember that she's on the third floor. So starts from the first floor up, knocks on yep. 29 doors until she finds hers to desperately ask if she will fuck him so yep. that he can forget about her. Yep. Which, that's my, like, first thing where I'm just like, it's another one of those where I'm like, okay, both of you have an equal amount of ick. I, I don't know. It's, you're at least, like, not, like, super perfect. Don't just show up to some girl's house and just be like, fuck me so I can forget about you. Icky. I was like, fuck, I'd fuck you, Ryle. Yeah. No, that was not me. I'm just like, ew. Okay. Um, no thanks. Basically, though, she invites, credit, her in, invites him in God. and he falls asleep, passes the fuck out because he's just been on call. For 48 hours. Yeah. And she says that she's gross because she's been working in the store, yep. and takes a shower of like a, one of those ladies. You know what we're talking about? One of those good showers where you like, have to like the everything, everything extra oil, all yeah. that jazz. And of course, by the time she comes out looking fresh, he's fucking asleep. So she takes, she tests. does. I was she's, dying. She's funny. She just, she takes, she lays down next to him, takes a photo of her yep. like in her like and stuff and is like, this, this is why she missed. missed. And that and is, yeah, it's great. So basically, he wakes up the next morning and is like, I'm so sorry. Like, that'll never happen again. Basically, after that, you kind of like breeze through. They like set the store up. It, it happens in like a paragraph. They're yeah. like, all right, store set up. Then Ryle walks into the first day of the flower shop, though. and he He's like their first customer. And obviously he buys flowers for her. But Alyssa's is such a fucking dumbass. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh, my God, Ryle's so stupid. He addressed the card like that would go in flowers to the flower shop. Yeah. And I was like, "Really? Did yeah, you didn't?" Uh, which also information piece that we didn't include: Ryle lives with his sister. Oh and yes, her husband. Yeah, he lives on the top floor of this fancy building that she was like because awesome she has in- with all your the entire, entire top floor. floor. Yeah, she's got people for everything. Yeah. yeah. So then you then it's Alyssa's birthday. That's like the next big event we have, and Lily brings one of her like old coworkers, Devin, to the party. Because she's like, I don't want to show up alone. Devin is gay. So Devin's just like, I'm here to be arm candy. Cool. Mm -hmm. And Ryle is there. And that's where she like walks over and sees this blown up photo. Hanging on Alyssa's wall. It's like a blurry photo. But she realizes it's her Yeah, it's me from that first night that we met. So he got a photo of her that he took blown up and hung up in his sister's house. Yep. And so, now you have to remind her, like, the time difference between that first encounter mm-hmm. and now is like months. I'll say at this point, I know who I was going to fucking hate. So I was just waiting for it. To, I was just waiting for it to happen. But I knew it was going to be this motherfucker. I knew, I knew it. it. It's too intense. intense. That was too intense. This is love bombing to like the mm-hmm. extreme because like throughout all of this, it is gifts. It is flowers from her shop. It is extra stuff. It is just on top of and on top of everything and him just being so obsessed with her i didn't fully hit like the love bombing mode yet but i was like that's very intense mm-hmm. and like lily has like a very intense reaction to it where she's holy shit what the fuck yeah and basically she has the appropriate response to most of the things that happen- i would that, agree with that or yeah, yeah. i'm like okay i agree with that happening um so basically she is that where she storms out yeah she goes up to the roof yeah yeah well because they she's Tells him again. She's like, if I'm, if like, if we're not going to have anything, like, you need to tell me what's going on. Like, he for a second, like, doesn't say anything. She's like, okay, then we're not doing this. Then you just actually need to forget me and like starts to like storm off. I do love part of her angry rant. I wrote down in the notes because she, she's super mad because she's like, Ryle does all these fucking sweet things, mm-hmm. but then keeps saying he doesn't want a relationship with me. Everything is his fault. War, famine, gun violence, all Ryle's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I will say, I think this is the one point where I do kind of disagree, where it's like the sweet things. If someone took a picture of me and blew it up and put it in their house without my fucking permission, I'd be like, oh, this is some like, you're going to like take my skin type of stuff. Yeah. I would say not dating and not even being together just adds like an extra layer of like creepiness onto that. He was just staring at her hair for a good amount of time before yeah. they met again red flag city yeah At this point at this point i again i know who i'm gonna hate and i'm just waiting for it to happen so at that point Ryo comes up basically just scoops her ass up yeah and takes her into everybody. the bedroom into his bedroom pushes her against the door though and they have a really good like kiss and it's super sexy and super hot he's like I want to try this. I can't get you off my mind. Like, I'm going to give it a go. Yep. We're going to do more. Then fucking Lily. Fucking, she's like, don't have sex with me then. This is how you're going to prove it to me that you want it's more. It's a nice tale version of I want you to not win then if like that's your. It's very much uh, that same type of thing. Like, prove your love to me by not doing the thing that you are very good at and or want to do. And I also want you to do. Yeah. I was like, just be together then. Yeah. I don't know. I hate that book. Okay. So basically they have the don't have sex with me conversation. Mm -hmm. And then you get this, which in hindsight, I thought was so odd because Alyssa warns Lily about Ryle. She does multiple times. Alyssa says he doesn't have a good track record. Like, I just, I know my brother. And like, as your friend, Mm -hmm. I don't know about this. Yep. And like, she gives pause. Like it's kind of the giveaway that like he's the one to be worried about because of Alyssa's kind of she's got complicated feelings about her brother. You find out why later on, yeah, but, but the but again, you don't find that out until later on. So, like the pause that she's giving right now is just like, oh the slayer a fucking no. no, whatsoever no, yeah. no. that's and this is where, like, uh, my our feelings towards Alyssa get a little bit complicated because she had. I think more opportunities if she really, really care about Lily to have, but stop the shit. I understand that. I think that's just such a complicated. It's a complicated situation. to be in. But I think if you care about somebody, you have to give some sort of heads up. But you also have to think about like the places that she's stuck between. She has her brother, which Mm. they're what, in their 30s, right? Yeah. Okay, in their thirties, they grew up together. They know each other. She, you know, like in your soul, that's your sibling versus someone you met a month ago. But still, like it's, I'm just saying, so relationships yeah. formed there. It, mm-hmm. I just think it's a very a complicated position to be in. And Alyssa's a complicated character yeah. for me. I mean, this whole book is just very complicated emotions. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so after that, we get more history with Atlas. Where you find out there was a situation with Lily's parents where her dad basically almost kills her mom and is, like, choking her mom. And Lily jumps on her dad's back and her dad shoves backwards, essentially, like, knocking Lily to the ground. Because up until this point, Lily was kind of a disuser between her two parents. Her dad never... Before this point had actually ever hurt Lily. she all, He also usually stopped. If Lily was in the room. Yeah. If Lily, like, came out. So that's why Lily would try to get things to stop with her presence for the most part. And this time it just did, didn't happen. Yeah. So she ends up needing stitches. You find out later that Atlas saw the whole thing and, like, wanted to rush over there. And Lily has, like, a freak out moment. Is like, no, like, you absolutely cannot come to my rescue. Like, I'm fine. Which, again, is just... I think another, like, trying to diffuse the situation that she's used to. Yeah. Um, That's also when you find out that Atlas has also been abused by his parents and his mom essentially remarried and his stepdad kicked him out of the house at 18. It was just like, you're done. Go away. And he was couch surfing for a little bit until his friends moved. And he went back to his mom and his mom said, no, you cannot come live here because your stepdad would be mad. And that's why he ends up being in an abandoned house. As a mom, I could never. I could never. never. I can't imagine doing that to my kid. I can't imagine ever putting my child in that situation, in either of those situations. That's like, honestly, like I know you and I have talked about it because like I'm a my son just turned like one a little bit ago where it is before. Like you have empathy for that situation where you're just like, oh, like I could I couldn't imagine doing that. But now that I have a kid, it's I could never everything changes. It's I could never fucking do that to my child, choose somebody else over him. That's my husband. and I both agree. We love each other deeply. We are each other's soulmates. We love each other so much. Our son is number one. Well, In our hearts always. That is. I would, we both agree always. we would, yeah, destroy the other before anything happened. To I family. just, turning your son away like Atlas's mom does, I just. Piece of shit. I read that and I was like, I can't. And so he's, he's only staying there because mm-hmm. he, we find out later in the book that he does have an uncle that he could go stay with, but the uncle's out of state. Yep. And he's like, I want to finish school. So that's why he's like, I just need to make it basically until graduation. And so he can go into the Marine. And then he wants to go join the Marines. I can't even imagine. You are going to kick your kid out. He's still trying to finish high school. Yeah. It's now winter, mind you. It's Maine. Yeah. Which means it's fucking freezing. The kids has no hot water, no, no electricity. electricity. The building's falling apart. The building has a massive hole in the roof where the Mm -hmm. snow and everything is coming against you. You find later when Lily goes over there to bring him like blankets and stuff. As a mom, like you have no idea where your kid is. Yeah. You don't know if he's in a safe space. He said he like tried to go sleep in a shelter, but it was too far from school. So he couldn't still be in school. He couldn't get a job. Like he was doing all these things that a kid shouldn't have to go through. Yeah, and it was definitely, they take a a moment to really discuss the fact of the lack of resources that there are mm-hmm. for homeless youth. Yeah, and that the other ones that were even, like, close were, you know, women's shelters, which, mm-hmm. incredibly vital, definitely needed. It's just that more resources are needed across the board for those services that uh, were definitely lacking, lack se. So at that point, this is when I said, the book's going to fuck me up. Yep. It's not gonna be a happy story. After we do get all of that heaviness with Atlas, you go back to the present and you get some sexy time between Ryle and Lily for the first time. Yep. And it's not bad. Yep. It's it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it's good. But I think in this one, yeah, we focus a lot on the sex piece of it. And like that is, I guess, an important dynamic in this one. like, this is not, to me, this is not the book to have a sexy conversation. Honestly, not at all. Because then once you find out what happens, all of those sexy feelings you had for that character just gone. Yeah. Evaporated. Yep. Completely gone. Yeah. This is also when you find out that Alyssa is working because she can't get pregnant. So Mm -hmm. she's like, I'm trying to keep my mind off the fact that we're having troubles having a baby. You know, everything's going good. They're setting up the flower shop still. Lily's keeping her busy. So she's been really grateful to Lily being yeah. able to keep her mind off of that struggle. And then this is when I started getting love bomb vibes mm-hmm. because Ryle's, hey, I want to like basically come see you tonight, which is fine. Yeah. And Lily's like, oh, well, I'm having dinner with my mom. And he's like, cool, I want to meet her. And I'm like, like their first like actual any sort of like date-ish thing is him going out to eat with. Her mom very soon um, yep. but yeah so they they do they go to bed everything's going great and then you meet adult atlas yeah because adult atlas is their waiter yep. at bib he's basically gotten jacked because he spent eight years in the military mm-hmm. he and lily kind of have like this brief they recognize like, each other immediately. Oh, immediately. They have a brief conversation. Conversation in the hallway. Where they confirm that it's each other. They, they rush yeah. and they hug each other. And it is just kind of a... It's nice. Yeah, it would be it's, like it's, if you ran into an old friend. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's stronger than that. For sure. It's definitely. A little bit, yeah. And he asked, who are you with? Like, yep. what's going on? Lily ends up, like, telling him, oh, this is Ryle, like, We've been together for a year. I don't know why she lies to him. I don't either. Which like, she actually she questions herself too. Why she says that? Why did I say that? And then Atlas. No, she says I've known him for a year. yeah, that's always true. That's true. He, she has known him for a year, but they have. But it makes it seem like they've been together a year mm-hmm. and not like. They yeah. just got together, and so then Atlas responds, "Oh yeah, I've been." Because she asks, "Like, oh, are you with anybody?" And he's like, "Yeah, I've been with." It's a current cast. Cassie. Cassie. He said, "I here. have a girlfriend named Cassie," which you do. You find out later, just to spoil the bullshit. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit, and it's. Again, the more you like dive into the letters and learn about the promises they made to each other, what the fuck, dude? It's just it's a lot of like insecurities getting in the way of keeping promises they made me. to each other. Atlas annoys me. Yeah. Then you get another letter. Yeah. You get more Atlas history. You find out that he basically gets sick because he's sleeping in a fucking condemned house in the mm-hmm. middle of winter in Maine. And she says, like, no, you're going to stay with me for the night. She nurses him back to health. Yeah, this is when he sleeps in her room for the first time. Not in her bed, but, like, on On the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That's when he mentions, like, he has an uncle in Boston that Mm -hmm. he could go stay with. And that he actually grew up in Boston Mm -hmm. for the first, but the majority of his life, honestly. So he says that Boston's like heaven. And everything everything's better, better at Boston. Boston. So you wink start, wink. yeah, wink, wink. So you start getting, like, sprinkles of references that become relevant later on when they're talking about yep. the, like, actual, like, impact and weight of their relationship. Um, he says that that's when they have, their first kiss. He says that he is moving to Boston. He gives her, like, a little wooden carved heart mm-hmm. that's, like, broken at the top. Which happens to look an awful lot like the tattoo, the tattoo that she has. That she had, Her that collarbone. Yeah. He bakes her cookies in the kitchen and she's like, oh, my God, these are the best cookies I've ever had. After all that wonderful gooiness, you get another fucking horrible moment yep. with her parents because they were out at some event, they, right? Because her father is the mayor, they're at a charity gala, which she thinks is so hypocritical because her father doesn't believe in charities or helping anybody. Nope. So one of these qualifications all of for good people is that they also donate to charities. They come back. The dad has accused the mom of flirting with somebody, even though the reality probably was that the mom was standing right next to the dad and someone just happened to look at her and then proceeds to almost rape her. But Lily comes out because she hears what's going on with Atlas in her room, yeah. goes, sees what's about to happen. Her mom makes eye contact with her. Lily goes to grab a knife, is going to do something because it's just, horrifying what she's like seeing going on yeah. and atlas grabs her the mom sees all that go down comes into the room and says you know it stopped he saw you like he heard you close the door like and that stopped everything it it's it's, it's fine. fine and it's just it's yeah there's a very heartbreaking line during that scene that the mom says where she says just don't let lily hear you mm-hmm. and it just kills me it fucking breaks my heart yeah. it breaks my heart my soul everything yeah um, and i think she the mom at some point tries to explain it as like sometimes that's just how marriage is or something i can't remember what like the marriage line is where i'm like that's not how marriage is supposed to be you don't like no, just because someone's married, I think the, non- the mom just spends so much time explaining everything away yep. and just I think trying to really put rose colored glasses on it, mm-hmm. especially for Lily. Oh, for sure, you get that fucking horrible last moment, yep. and then it goes back to the present. It's the, finally the flower shop, which is why everything grand jarring too when you're going like back and forth from like this absolutely oh. like horrific scene. And everything's just like so good. Like yeah, so the it flower shop's opening. Yeah, the flower shop's opening and it's like a soft open. Or, no, no grand, we're yeah, grand, grand open. open if I grand open, it fine. Grand open now. So it's the grand open. They end up going out to the bar afterwards to kind of like celebrate. They go to the same one with the onesies. Like all four women are in the onesies. It's super fucking cute. You find out that Alyssa is pregnant. Which is awesome. Super awesome. Marshall's like super fucking excited and stands in the booth, in the bar, screams, I'm going to be a dad. So cute. Again, it's just like you go from like so much fucking trauma to so much joy. So much joy. It it gives you emotional whiplash. Yeah. And it's I think the book's meant to do that to Mm -hmm. you. It throws you off balance. So then you get ryle and lily are back at the apartment they're like all right so we're doing this like we're officially boyfriend girlfriend Yep, we're gonna be like committed to each other you get a very nice scene with the stethoscope mm-hmm. which again just fucking gets shattered every like sexy moment you get just fucking shattered. explodes yeah because right after that lily is like Cooking puts dinner in the oven. Essentially, she's like trying to have this sexy moment. She's like naked in an apron. Ryle's talking about this big surgery he's got tomorrow. That's yeah. like a once in a lifetime. It's conjoined twins. So he's gonna yeah to help separate conjoined so, twins. They're yeah. drinking wine, so they're both kind of like buzzed at this point. Yep, and the timer goes off, and Ryle grabs the... The hot casserole dish because out. it's burning because they've both forgotten about oh, it. Oh, that's what it a, was. And they do. They it make like Leading up to this, they make mention over and over again. And this is when I knew something was going to happen because they make mention of these are the hands. These are like my tools. Like it, mm-hmm. it, they put so much fucking focus on He's a on neurosurgeon. He's a neurosurgeon. Like your hands are your yep. life at that point. Yep. And his whole goal is to be the best neurosurgeon in the world. So he goes to automatically grab the casserole dish burns himself and because Lily is drunk and because normally in the dynamic of their relationship that might be funny. So he drops it. Yeah, He's he drops it, it, he drops it. at her. she's like, Oh my God, that's so ridiculous. And then she's literally about to be like, Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And she comes up behind him and he Pete full-on pushes her off the counter and, and she yeah. gets slammed into another counter. So she is bleeding. Yeah. gets her right. so hard. She falls and hits her eye. Yeah. Uh, and you just get almost this moment of just, I mean, it's not even almost. You get a moment of shock and you always feel as you're reading everything. I had to reread falls. it. You, you feel like the utter, like, holy shit would just happen. It's like that eerie silence of, okay, it's totally taken a turn now. I had to reread the scene because I was just like, what the fuck just happened Mm -hmm. and immediately immediately it's i'm so sorry you know incredible didn't leave the habit just like is so caring doesn't even care like she's immediately don't fucking touch me she goes uh full on like you pushed me why the fuck would you push me? She pushes him because she just wants him to get the fuck away from her. And he ends and then, up cutting his hand yeah, on which, glass. Yeah, because he's so remorseful then of, like, what he did, doesn't care at that moment that he's cut himself because he's pushed her and tries to, like, fix her up while he's bleeding. You see, like, this immediate remorse. And that's when you start to see, because of the relationship they built up and how good everything has been at this point, her brain starts... Messing with him, he starts to forgive him. That's also when you get him say "I love you" for the first time, which is fucked. fucked. It's fucked. So fucked. I was literally screaming. I, I knew that when this call up too. I was. I was like, no, don't fucking accept his apologies. Don't accept his "I love you." Do what you said you were gonna do. Yep. and leave. Get out now before you're in too fucking deep. Yep. And it just, she's, it's so good though with him. He says it's a one time thing. And the other thing that fucking pisses me off is that no one knows. No one knows this moment happens mm. because he tells his sister that she's sl- a Lily slipped on olive oil and caught herself. Yeah. I think that this episode in particular is probably going to end up being two parts just from a length perspective. So I think we'll split this into two 45-minute episodes. So it's we'll like have a little lengthy. It's a little lengthy. So we'll have a part one. We'll have a part two where we'll just, you know, watch fresh TV. Take some water. Yeah. Watch some Mama's Boy and just get pissed. I don't know. Just feel good. Maybe some Love Island. I don't know, man. Um, I also want to throw in some resources in the show notes. If you oh, are yeah. dealing with mental health, abuse, homelessness, we're going to yeah. throw some of those. Oh, um, um, just some national... Good resources to go to. Yeah, we're just, That's we're fucking horrible. Thinking about you. So we will include those in the notes as well. Alright, guys, have a good day. I wanna say keep it smutty, but yeah, this is it. This was heavy. Go read some Monster talk or something.